Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Ampla. I am your host, Dr. Ampla Batista. Today, we are talking to Dawn Witty, and I'm excited to talk to her about her book, Recipes for Being, The Power of Seven. Now, she is one of its co-authors, and I'm so excited to talk to her about it because I love books that give you action. They give you instruction, and then they give you action points to carry out those things. Now, the recipe for being the power of seven is a book that delves into seven words that help you celebrate living your life of purpose by design. Now, you know that's something that I absolutely positively love. Now, of course, you can get a copy of the book on Amazon. I always bring you uh, that. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that now. Good morning, Dawn. Thank you so much for being on with me today. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. It's a treat. Now, I love the book. I I think that it is amazing, all of the topics that, that it covers. And we're going to get into that. But before we do, I would love for you, for my audience members that may not be familiar with your name, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are? What makes Dawn Dawn? It's a long one. (laughs) You know what? I mean, actually, it's very simple. Um, I am driven by love and sharing love with people. And so my books, my foundation, everything I do, I just want people to live their happiest life, uh, you know, a life full of purpose so that they can put it that out there to help others and lift everybody. And so I like to be an example of it. I love to talk about it. And I love to share stories that, you know, since I've become very conscious of that, you know, all the kind of different amazing connections and magic that's happened in my life. So that's a little bit about me. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think it's true. I, I find that people who um, the the expectation from them is to put out their best, to be their best, and to uh, kind of raise everyone's expectation. And I don't mean that kind of um, self-love. I just simply mean it's like, hey, let's try to find the silver lining. Let's try to be positive. And even even when the when the clouds are gray, what can we find? Can we still find the flower in in the rain? Kind of um, um, perspective on life. And and I love that about people. So I can I can definitely understand that you mentioned a foundation. Um, if I understand correctly, that's desire to inspire foundation dot org. Can you tell us more yes. about that? Oh, I love that is one of the best things that I could ever do. Um, I literally just get to share my love with people from around the world. Um, We are currently working in Africa in five different countries where we've given little books of bee to the little kids. Um, We've given out about 2,500 of those books to date. And, um, you know, just in kindness um, and helping them reach their full potential because I believe that we're all born with special gifts and talents. And when we get to utilize those gifts and talents, then we, you know, then we're on our path and, and things start happening, connections start being made. And, you know, then we really get to, um, you know, help others and live by example, because you don't want to be judging somebody or insulting somebody or putting somebody down when you're happy and satisfied with your life. It just, you just don't. And so the foundation really Mm -hmm. wants to spread that message 
with others and, you know, um, help create sustainability centers for people so that they can put their gifts and talents into the world without having to ask for a donation or a handout and create, you know, create books, create art, create whatever it is that their skill is. I want to help people do that everywhere. So that's um, what the foundation does. And you know, mm-hmm. the other thing is, the news is very, very depressing. It's very, very negative. And I wanted to share all the good people and all the good things that I see with the others so that they don't see the world as such a bleak, dark place. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. It, it, is, it is quite um, interesting how we do have to make sure that we maintain that balance. Um, with everything that's going on in the world. You want to watch the news because you want to be informed, but sometimes I tell you, you really want to change the channel because it's just, ah, just yuck, 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 you know? And, man, we we really have to, like you say, do our best to put in our best so that at the end of the day you can say, well, you know, I I gave my 100, I gave my 100, my sun shiny 100%, so hopefully the world will be a better place. I hear you. Now, being an author, is is that something that you've always wanted to do? Did you find it was the next logical step in your life? Tell us about, about your desire to be an author. You know, I think I've always loved books. I've always loved reading. And so I think it's something that I've always, you know, had in the back of my mind to do. And then, um, you know, when my girls were growing up, I would collect quotes or I would write certain things, you know, that I wanted them to know or that I thought were really important things that they remember. And I, I had a lot of them. And I thought, you know what, I could write a book because if I think these messages are important for my children to know, I think they're really important messages for anybody to hear. And, you know, after I wrote the first one, then I made a conscious effort to write the second one just for the kids in Africa. It was specifically written for them. And, um, you know, it's just grown. And then I, the latest book was a collaboration with not, well, nine of us total, eight other authors from around the world. And, you know, we all put together, you know, what, what we thought what our take was on each one of my seven words. And I think I'm very proud of that book because I think they all just knocked it out of the park, you know, to help people mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. live their best life. That's, Again, it's all part of helping everyone absolutely. live their best life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, how do, um, with the, with the whole virus thing that's going on, how do you continue to spread to spread your message of that positivity, especially with the seven words that you that you want to um, share with the reader, how do you make sure not only with but how do you just share that even with the adults that are that are here in the states? Is there a particular thing that you have found that really helps to keep you inspired so that you're able to inspire others? You know, I am surrounded by inspirational people. And it doesn't, it's not very hard mm-hmm. to stay in this vibration because all of my children inspire me. My dogs inspire me. My friends, you know, they're, they're uplifting, they're upbeat. You know, when we don't call each other and vent about our lives, you know, sometimes we'll say, you know, what's happening. You know, I've got rats in my house and it's so annoying, but for the most part, we lift each other up. We support each other. We cheerlead each other. You know, we're so yeah. such amazing support and that really helps because when you don't have any of that negative energy bombarding you and you feel supported then you know it's it's easy to stay in this kind of way of being 
Now, I I don't want you to give away, you know, too much because yes, folks, you know what I'm gonna say. You have to buy the book in order to, you know, get the get the full understanding. But Doug, I do want to ask you um, about each one of the words and what message you you want to um, make sure that the reader understands that they get from each one. So if you will, I'm going to go through um, each one and if we can talk about it just a little. So you want people to understand the word of kind. Why did you choose kind and what do you want them to understand about that one? Kindness is like a currency more valuable than money. It is one of our greatest currencies along with love that we get to put out in the world. And I think we are here for love, you know, love of each other, love of our families, love of ourselves, love of, you know, the universe, the, the God, you know, all of those things. So when we realize that, that kindness, you know, to touch somebody else's life in kindness. I mean, I have goosebumps when I talk about it because it's one of the most beautiful feelings that you can have and share with someone else. Mm-hmm. That is so. That is so true. Um, and and when someone thanks you, if you if you ever notice, and and listeners, I'm I'm sure you'll be able to nod your head about this. When someone says, "Oh my goodness, that was so kind of you," that that thank mm. you is different than the other. Oh, thank you. You know, they're happy about it. But when they say how kind, it you're right. It it touches it touches that person in a different way when they understand that this is done with kindness. I, I have to agree with you on that. Now, um, another word you included was grateful. Why grateful? Uh, you know, just the very, our very existence is something we should be grateful for. And, you know, I always tell this story that when I lost my father, he died of a heart attack very suddenly. And I was supposed to see him the next week. And, you know, it was, you know, I was so very sad. And I remember packing, thinking, oh, my gosh, I have to pack for my father's funeral. And then I thought, you know, Don you got to have a father. you got to have a great father. You know, I'm grateful for the father that I had. I wasn't focusing on the loss, even though I was devastated. Um, I was just coming from the gratitude mm-hmm. lens. It's like, look, I had that amazing father in my life. So it really, when you look at things through the lens of being grateful, you really understand how much you do have in your life. Absolutely, absolutely. I have to agree with you on on that. Um, inspired. I liked that one as well. Why did you choose inspired? You know, when you have a when you're inspired and you have a passion burning inside of you and you, you really want to create something or do something in the world, that's the best kind of energy to come from because then you don't feel defeated or, you know, like uh, it's just like bland, everyday, same old, same old. You have this fire within you. And so I think when you're coming from that place, it's infectious too. And, you know, other people get inspired from your passion. So I think being inspired is a wonderful way to, you know, to live your life. Absolutely. I have to agree. It is one of the three things that I talk about on my radio show. So absolutely, mm-hmm. I, I love that. I love the being inspired. Now, happy I love happy. Why did you choose that? A lot of people don't talk about being happy. Why was that important to include? I think that 
happiness puts out an energy. I mean, think about when you look at a dog or a little child and they're just, they're just frolicking or laughing or singing or dancing, you know, that makes me happy, you know, just, or you hear somebody laughing really hard and you just start laughing because, you know, it's contagious. So again, it, it, it puts out a special energy that, um, and, when you're happy, again, happy people don't insult people. Happy people don't hurt people. And I, so mm-hmm. I think you, you it, it's just, again, it, it's, uh, um, it's the karma, you know, what, what you put out, you receive back. So, you know, happy is a good place to be. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think that for so many people, they, for, they forget about that part of it is that we have to, have to, have to put out, if, if we want to receive that back, we have to as well. And it, it just creates this beautiful environment. And people can tell when you yourself are happy, when you yourself mm-hmm. are a kind being, when you are mindful of others. Um, because people will say it. They'll walk in the room and say, oh, well, I always feel so good in here, or I love being around you, or, you know, you're, you're, you're always so happy, or you're always that ray of sunshine. So you are, you are so right. You, you are so right about that. Now, and we, we also have to, oh, wait, I, before we go to Strong, I just wanted, as you were speaking, I thought, I think we also have to understand that things don't make us happy. We have to really look at what that means. So sometimes we think, oh, if we get a new car, if we get that pair of shoes, you know, these things will make us happy. And those aren't the things that make us happy, you know. So we have to really, like, remember that because just because you are happy doesn't mean you don't have any problems or challenges, you know. So, again, it's a choice. Absolutely, absolutely. I I do understand now, strong. There's something that um, I think many times people have a conversation and they have a different meaning of the word strong. Sometimes strong means, you know, don't cry. Strong could be physical health. Strong could be mental health, you know. Uh, what do mm-hmm. you mean when, when you include the word strong? I I think, you know, taking the lesson away from whatever Um, challenge or problem that you have faced in your life, you know, being determined, you know, that's what I mean by strong, just never giving up, you know, not giving up on people, not giving up on life, you know, just saying I'm determined and, and life is going to have challenges, you know, we're all going to have different challenges to varying degrees, and being able to say, I'm not a victim, I've overcome this, and I'm going to use this as a strength to help others. Mm-hmm. Now, you also included the word genuine. Why genuine? Uh, I love genuine. Um, you know, genuine to me is being really authentic and, you know, being your true self. You know, not presenting a facade to somebody in this group and a different person in that group. You know, speaking your truth being honest about it, being kind in the way you speak your truth, but also, you know, have that strength of character and, you know, integrity, you know, say what you mean and do what you say, you know, live your life as, you know, show up exactly Mm -hmm. as you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And I think that so many times people forget how important it is to be genuine um, because it makes a difference. And you're right. People do know when you're showing up um, as someone else. Um, we've we've heard people say there's a phoniness about that person, or there's something fake, or you can you can feel that they're kind of pretending, uh, bumbling their way through, if you will. But someone who's genuine, even in their inability, they will be strong enough to say, you know, I don't I don't know much about that. Let me research that as well. So I I, I have to agree. I I love that one. Um, and you're kind of drawn to people that are their authentic their authentic selves. I, I love it. Now, the last one, but certainly not the least, is love. Why did you include love? You know, um, when I wrote the, the first edition of my first book, I wrote Be Loving. And then when we did the, the edit, I said, you know, I think we need to be love. You know, not just loving but just love, the very essence of it, you know, receiving and giving, like just be that in the world. Um, I think there's a lot of judging that happens in the world. And I always say, you know, who am I? I just want to put out love and then I get back love, you know? And so just be love. It's so simple. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's so simple, yet it's the most important Yes, it it really it really really is. Now, one of the um, the things that you and your co-author um, cover, or one subject matter that you cover, is um, self care. Now, the most of the people here that listen, they're familiar with what you know, self love and self care and and all of that is. But for someone who is unfamiliar with uh, well-being terms. Can you explain to us what is self-care? Uh, that's a funny one because I've I've had to struggle with that one my whole life too. And I think all of the, my co-authors in the book have gone through, you know, the same stages where we're really good at loving others and taking care and nurturing others, but we forget ourselves in the mix. And I think moms, you know, have that are very guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we ha- we have to remember that we are important too. here in our be- showing up as our best selves. We can't give our best self to somebody else. And so it's not selfish to, to take care of ourselves, to go inward, to pray, to meditate, to eat healthy, to exercise, you know, whatever, do the things that make us happy. Because again, going back to the happy, when we are happy, we show up as our best selves to help to, to give to others. So, um, yeah, again, I think moms have, you know, struggle with that because, you know, we're always meeting the needs of others, but we have to take time and, you know, reflect back on what our needs are too because when we're, you know, our children are watching us and they know when we're living our happiest, best self and, um, you know, we want to be the best role models we can be and that is by taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves for who we are. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. I I remember I was doing a workshop one time and in talking about self care I said, you know, we we're given the example of um of taking care of ourselves first and we accept it quite easily when we fly. Anyone who's ever gotten on any of the airlines, 
when they tell us the do's and don'ts, they always tell us, should the oxygen mask drop? <laughs> you know, put yours on first and then assist anyone that's with you. And we, we readily nod our heads and say, yes, I should put my mask on first and then help anyone who needs assistance. But yet when we are back down on the ground, you know, we, we forget <laughs> to take care of ourselves. But it's perfectly fine as long as you're up in the sky. So, so you're right. And moms, God, God bless us all. We do do that. We put um, family, friends social church, whatever it is. We put all of those things mm-hmm. so many times ahead of ourselves and we we forget about us. So self care is not selfish, people. I've I've seen some, some things out there that say that say that and I and I have to disagree. Self care is not selfish. You have to take care of yourself. And thank you and your co authors for reminding everyone that they need to do that as well. Now, was there any particular um, overall message that during this time of the virus, and, and I hate to kind of keep going back to this because this interview is going to certainly outlive uh, the, immediate, the immediacy of, uh, of the urgency of taking care of ourselves and during the virus, but is there anything in particular that you and your co-authors have, have said related to the virus? Any, any one of those words we need to work on more? Or do we really just need to make sure that we're working on all of them since so many of us are in a stay-at-home posture? Um, you know, I think we should always be reminded. I mean, I always try to, to be, keep these words in mind. Um, but definitely uncertainties that are lying ahead and, um, you know, fear and worries and things. And when I start even going down that road in my mind, I'm just like, you know, you can worry about it or not worry about it. it. You don't have control over it. So be the strongest person you can be. Laugh, find your friends, comfort them, help explain things, understand what's, you know, educate yourself about what's happening. And, you know, um, don't worry. Because my mother-in-law used to say, you know, um, worrying is like sitting in a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. And I, I loved it, but I never really understood it until I got older. And I was like, you know, that's right. It just robs us of our peace, but it doesn't change anything. Uh-huh. So it, if you could do something to change something, then by all means do it. But worrying is just going to rob you of your peace, and it's not going to make a difference in the outcome. So I, I think that that's a good mm-hmm. reminder, no matter what is happening in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. Now for um, anyone who would um, love to pick up a copy of the book, um, if you, if you can remind them where can, where can people get, in fact, let me, because we've been talking about it, but we haven't, mention it as of late. So if you could, can you remind everyone what is the title of your book? Where can they get a copy? And regarding the book or regarding the foundation, how do they do that? Oh, there's so many ways. Well, the book is on Amazon. Um, You can look up recipes for being the power of seven in the search search bar, and that will pull it up. And you might also, it might also link to my other books that we have out there too. Um, They're all about the seven words. One is a planner. 
um, and it has exercises and journaling prompts and, you know, beautiful quotes and reminders. Um, and then um, I also have the books linked on my website, and that's www.desiretoinspirefoundation.org. Um, we're on Facebook, Desire to Inspire Foundation. We're on um, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, you know, all of them. You know, t- type in Desire to Inspire Foundation, and uh, you can find us. Um, and, uh, you know, connect with us there. You can, on the website, there are pictures of all of our beautiful children. Um, we're actually in the process of down, um, uploading the, um, the little book of B so that anybody can just get a free download anywhere they are in the world. And that, that's supposed to happen within the next couple of weeks. So we're everywhere. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful thing to do. Um, and and to share a little bit of that love and and that inspiration that you were just talking about, I absolutely love it. I love it. Now um, we have about a minute or left so um, left to go. Um, but before before I let you go, Don, um, I just want to kind of open up the floor. And if there are any words of inspiration or um, a, a message, a final message that you would that you want to um, share with our our listeners, I, I give you the I give you the floor now. Uh, well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I think the last thing I'd like to leave everybody with is we can all put good out into the world, you know, by just a smile, a hello, a compliment, you know, a joke. Just you know, be kind to the next person or every person you meet and you will see that people will start reacting in kind to you. And so, you know, it just, it's, it's a ripple effect and we can all do it. It costs nothing. It's just a choice. And, you know, I hope you make, I hope everybody chooses to, to be kind. I love it. I love it. Don, thank you again for being on Modern Living with Dr. Angela today. I have enjoyed my time with you. Continue blessings to you, and may you continue to be well. Thank you so much. Have a great day. We'll be back right after this. Being with Infants by Montessori teacher, trainer, and world-renowned child specialist, Beverly Kovach, is finally on DVD and digital download. The long-awaited 3D disc set is essential for any new parent, grandparent, or infant caregiver wanting respectful relationships with infants in their care. Being with Infants is broken down into 20 easy-to-digest video lessons, complete with demonstrations. Everything from diapering, feeding, the proper way of picking up infants, sleep, crying, environment, play, weaning, and much more are covered. Being with Infants is available on DVD and digital download at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Order today and be sure to follow Being with Infants on Facebook for free bonus content. I hope that you enjoyed today's interview. I know that I certainly did. Now, you guys know that I love, love, love anyone who wants to bring an additional bit of sunshine into your life, who wants to bring you something that's going to inspire you. I love it. So let's go on over to the leaderboard, which is a part that inspires me and keeps me fired up. And let's see who's listening from around the world. I always give you the top 
five countries that are tuning in and coming in into the number one spot is the United States of America, my home country. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Number two is the Philippines. Thanks, Philippines, for being number two. Number three is the United Kingdom. Thanks so much to my cousins across the pond. I appreciate you tuning in. Number four, my neighbors to the north in Canada. Thanks, Canada, for being number four. And last but certainly not least is Australia. Thanks, Australia, for tuning in and being in the number five spot. Well, I hope and pray that each one of you continues to be well during this time in the world, but each and every day, virus or no virus, I hope that you are being your best. But more importantly, I hope that you have great mental health and you're able to do it. Until next time, everyone, please stay well. Bye-bye.